G'day friends. I hope you are doing incredibly well. <laughs> I am on a mission to have a hundred episodes of Simply Complicated recorded by Christmas. I think I'm in a good place. Maybe I'm kidding myself, but that is the name of the game. That is the aim. And apparently rhyming is as well. Today, I am going to be revisiting a topic as a special request on being able to observe your triggers and your experiences and respond to them or not respond to them um, as what often is where the work is, right? So if you are someone who often gets triggered um, by a variety of things, hello, everyone who is human, that would be you. Um, the ability to be able to feel something and not immediately try and fix it, relieve it, or, you know, make it go away or have other people, you know, totally get on board is a huge skill. In other words, the ability to be comfortable with the uncomfortable is what we are going to be talking about today. So without further ado, let's dive into that juicy topic. Okay, so this is going to be an episode that applies to every single person who is listening. So you are going to get something from this. And if you have already um, listened to a podcast that I did a while back, I'm not sure what number that was um, on being able to experience something and not react, then this is actually a really great episode to remind you to keep tuning into that and bringing softness to getting comfortable with the uncomfortable and feeling comfort with discomfort, which is basically the same thing, but, you know, said slightly differently, which is, you know, I love words, so we'll get around that one. Um, this is something that has probably been one of the most pivotal tools in terms of my healing it's one of the most important tools in terms of how I work with my clients and that is the ability to feel and choose how you wish to respond. This is how you rewrite everything. This is how you recreate, you know, um, your experience with past traumas. This is how you navigate and choose what path you are going to lead. And it's not about um, changing the things that have happened to us. It's not about changing um, and wiping out certain things, but it is about choosing how we wish to respond in the present. So, so much of our wiring in terms of how we experience life, how we think, feel, see the world was like imprinted in our melon, in our brain when we were children, right? And we were choosing our experience and we were navigating our beliefs and we were hardwiring ourselves with a prefrontal cortex that doesn't develop completely until we're 25. So we are often having experiences and feeling things with our you know, super vulnerable childlike brain, right? 
I for sure do this like often, especially in the relationship zone. I'm still, because a couple of my big beliefs that, um, that trip me are, and this is like me being vulnerable because the more that I talk about them and the more that we talk about our vulnerabilities and the things that, um, you know, kneecap us, so to speak, and trip us over, the less power they have. We normalize them. So a couple of mine, and I've shared it before, is the belief that loving me is hard. Oh, still gets me in the chest, still have a physical response to even saying that. And I've been doing this work for 12 years, guys. So please don't think that this is like a one trick pony and you can do the work and you can be aware of it. And all of a sudden it's just like miraculously solved. Like that might be the case in some instances, but the those underlying big ticket items where, you know, the pain runs deep, it's going to take a bit and it may be life's worth, but we, by doing this, by doing like those things that help us acknowledge where we're tripping ourselves up, where we're having these big floods of emotions, where we no longer believe or we no longer choose to believe these underlying truths, right? Or these underlying stories because they aren't true. At some point in our time, in our life, we may have taken them on as a truth, as fact, but that was, you know, that was something that carried us through that particular moment so we could understand it. Now that we're adult, now that we realize that perception is everything and that we no longer have to be slaves to stories and patterns that um, we took on board to help us get through something and help us try and attempt to understand something, we can choose how we wish to respond. It doesn't mean that you wipe out ever feeling triggered by something because that would mean that you would be in a coma because we are constantly being fed information. We are having conversations. We are moving through the world Our between our senses, like all of our senses are giving us information. People are going to say things. We are going to read things. We are going to see things. And they are going to evoke either memories or thought patterns or stories that may bring joy, they may bring contentment, or they may bring fear, sadness, or whatever it is for you. When now, like whenever you're triggered, what I'm hoping is this podcast, is that when you do feel that big flood of emotion, that you give yourself the opportunity to respond differently. So this question um, that came through Instagram was talking about, was like asking about the importance of being able to respond differently, feel something and respond differently. Now, this is the big stuff. And ultimately it's so uncomfortable because you, whenever like we wear patterns, we're creatures of habit. We live through patterns. We experience life through patterns. We're ritualistic in nature. Your mornings probably look the same 90% of the time may differ slightly from weekday to weekend. Your nighttime routines are going to be the same um, most nights, differing again from weekdays to weekends. If you're a parent, holy hammer, that lather, rinse, repeat cycle, it is strong within us. I totally get that. And I am right there with you on that conveyor belt of lather, rinse, repeat. 
But choosing to have a physical response or an emotional response and not go off your default pattern, whereas it could be you feel something, you react a certain way, like you fly off the handle. You get a flood of emotion and you shoot off a venomous text or you get a flood of emotion and you want to retreat and not go out into the world again. You want to go back to bed. When you get a flood of emotion, you want to blame someone else for it or you get a flood of emotion and you decide that it's so uncomfortable you want to numb. Whatever this experience is, I want you guys to think of a trigger or an instance where you get triggered and that flood of emotion and then to dial it back again, a trigger is like an event within your life that elicits and initiates an emotional response within you. You're triggered. It's that split second where that thing before the flood of emotion. So I know, um, yeah, relationally, that's really easy for me. Whenever that core wound of I am not enough, I am hard to love, I am not chosen or someone else has been chosen or, you know, that is triggered within me. My work a lot of the time is to self-soothe, right? You do not want to be making decisions. You do not want to be reacting. You do not want to be making choices from the wound space, right? So think of the moment, like mine is like that I've used an example is where I like relationally where I, my, I am not enough wound is triggered. Think for a moment about where your trigger lies, like a moment where something and you get that flood of emotion is initiated. What is your usual go-to response there, right? What usually happens when you are flooded with emotion, when the engine is flooded, your emotional home? What do you do, right? We all do something, but is it supporting you or is it holding you back? Or is it like a proverbial kick to the shins? Is it supporting the life that you wish to lead or is it reactive and an emotional table flip? Is it destructive? This pause where you feel the trigger and choose to just not make a move until you've soothed the sea, right? That is all I'm asking for you today. I am not even going to ask you to change and course correct. This is the first step. Just chill. And I don't mean like as in like just all just be just chill. Just like be super zen about it. Like just calm down because no one has ever in the history of calming down ever come down from being told to calm down. Just pause. I just want to get I want you guys and me and myself included to give ourselves the gift of not acting. We're not going to make a move until the sea is a little calmer. So that could mean the steps that I often go on about, acknowledge, ask, compassion, proceed, where you go, huh, you become aware, you acknowledge that you've just had a shift, right? The, ooh, massive flood happening, right? I am being completely flooded. This is wild right? We're just going to get curious with it. This is not heavy. This is like, oh, that's uncomfortable. You acknowledge that there has been a shift. You ask, why is this coming up for me right now? And then do a little digging, probably dig a little deeper than that first instance, right? Acknowledge, ask, compassion. Oh, 
This is the old stuff. Okay, this is what's being highlighted for you here. That sounds, that's really like, aw, that's uncomfortable. That makes a lot of sense. We're just going to sit here for a bit, for a bit. And that could be the proceed. You might be like, we're just going to do something right now that is going to make us feel good. It could be a walk. It could be a drink of water. It could be a cup of tea. It could be um, calling a friend. It could be, you know what? I'm just going to finish this task that I'm working on right now. It could be, I'm going to watch a show because I really don't want to feel this right now. Generally, it's got to do with moving something. Like you need to leave the room. You need to put your phone down. You need to drive somewhere. You need to change the channel, right? And then you get to choose how you wish to proceed, right? We want to soothe our little C. We want to soothe our soul. We want to give ourselves a permission to chill, to calm, to set, whatever that word is for you. But what I really want to get us in the habit of here at Simply Complicated is to not react from the wound, not react and make a choice or say something venomous or to pass the hot potato of pain because that's generally we get flooded when we're in pain. It's a painful response. Like it's rarely a pleasant response, right? So we don't want to get in the habit of feeling discomfort and pain and passing the buck. We want to invite that pain in and see what's going on. We want to learn from our pain. We want to learn from our shadows and use it as a healing opportunity rather than an opportunity to inflict hurt on someone else, to avoid feeling how we're feeling or, you know, to just ignore that we're feeling this way. That does nothing. Hey, like I've done plenty of it. Like I have run from it. I've worked over it. I've drunk over it. I've texted like, you know, people over it. I've gone to my girlfriends and tried to talk over it. The only one who can really support yourself through this time is you, right? When you need to soothe, go to the best person who can help you do that. And that is you, right? When this dissipates a little, then you can call in reinforcements. Then you can choose how you wish to proceed. That whole notion of sleeping on it, that's where this came from, right? I really think that had a lot to do with don't make a hasty decision today, sleep on it. And everything always seems less, you know, major in the morning. It seems less hectic. And so that giving yourself the gift of space, I'm not saying don't respond the way that you are initially feeling, if that's what feels true to you in time, write the text message or write the correspondence in your notes app, write the email, but please, for the love of all things, cheese, don't put an address in it. Just chill on it, right? We're just going to marinate on it a little bit um, and see what comes up for you. Get curious with yourself. Get curious with how you're feeling. Get curious with everything that's coming up for you and give yourself the gift of time and space with that trigger. Learn from it. It's wild how much you can choose to back yourself in that moment. You can choose to rewire your thought process. You can choose a different way. We're not ignoring the wound. We're not ignoring the trigger. We're choosing to nourish ourselves and come at ourselves from a really gentle place as an adult, knowing what we know. And we're choosing what 
this trigger is going to mean for us in the future, in the present. We're rewriting the story. We're choosing light instead of reactive. We're choosing healing instead of wound, right? We're choosing what's possible. And it doesn't mean that what happened didn't matter. It doesn't mean that that limiting belief, that story that you are holding is not going to mean anything anymore. It just means that you are going to choose what you allow it to mean today, right? You are going to choose what you allow it to mean in this moment. And that is not easy, but you can feel something and not react the way that you always have. Wild, right? This is where the growth is. You can feel something and choose to go, that feels really uncomfortable. I don't like this. This, I feel like I'm having a panic attack or I feel like I want to vomit or I feel like I want to cry or I feel like I want to scream. And you can do all those things, but you can choose to feel it and do nothing. And go, ah, yucko. What can I learn from this moment? What is coming up for me? Acknowledge, ask, compassion, proceed. Triggers are invitations for curiosity. They're so powerful. They're so potent and they're icky, but insightful. And so I really want you to start getting curious with your triggers and embracing that pause. I do so much work with so many amazing women around this space in between where that space in between stimulus and response. If you do want to talk about it with me and you do want to do some work around it and you want to dive into it and really get to know this, by all means, my books are open. Reach out. You can book in at ktdean.com.au or this is going to be a bite-sized podcast where you can listen to this as often as you like as a reminder that your triggers are not the boss of you. You are the boss of you. Your triggers are informing you that this is where a wound is, right? And you get to dress that and tend to that and care for that wound as an adult, as a beautiful, compassionate, caring, wise, insightful adult in this moment. Your triggers are your wounds and you get to nourish them and care for them and tend to them today and always. You get to choose how you wish to respond It's not going to make the sting any less, but the more that you choose to back yourself, the more that you choose what you allow that story to mean, the more you are empowering yourself to rewrite your story. And that is effing bad ass. If you love this episode, please don't hesitate to jump on and write a review. Um, Share this podcast. Let me know on Insta that you, you know, were totally vibing. I really like hearing from you guys and I really love, love, love reading your reviews. I read every single one of them and they help get this podcast in the ears that need the most. So much love to you, lady friends. And I know we have a few guy listeners. So if you are listening as well, thank you so much for supporting um, this podcast and me. Mwah.